This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes! It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! doing a world series edition jack that's what we're doing i we did our our they went to the world series show on wip i did as good a yo yes as i felt was acceptable for the radio audience but the high hopes listeners deserved a world series yo jack because you might not know this the phillies are playing in the world series jack you're going you're going to houston for game one of the world series like this is like we're going to be a game three together. Like I, I, I'm living in an alternate world. I don't feel like it's real. I, Jack texted me. I was like, Oh, get ready for some late nights. Cause he's going to be in Houston. And you know, we got the late nights on the weekends and he's like, don't worry, buddy. It's going to be over soon. And I was like, I don't want it to be over. I, I wish there was a Phillies game every night. I wish they could be in the playoffs. Oh, 365 days a year. This has been the greatest three weeks of my life. Jack. I'm so happy, buddy. How are you, pal? Dude, this is the longest week of my life. It's the longest. <laughs> it's the long. Like I just, I need it to be Friday so bad. Um, and I like I sat there last night, and I, you know the whole weekend, and and really it's been emotional high. You know, it really has been. You know, the highest, buddy, the highest. The Harper home run being the well, big. tell him what I texted you. I texted Jack and I honestly mean it. I said, other than Zoe being born, I think being in the building for the Bryce Harper home run, the single greatest joy of my life. I'm sorry, gonna, Emily. I love you. Be, but... <laughs> well, it's gonna be one of those memories that we passed down for 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 our the rest of our lives. <laughs> you know, the rest of our lives, we're gonna get to say to people that we were in uh the building for the harbor home run. And it's like <laughs> I I had to grow up. I had to grow up and I had to hear stories of like Oh, I was at the Halliday no-hitter, and I was at the Rollins mm-hmm. walk-off, and I was at yep. Game 5. Well, guess what, people? <laughs> I was in the building for the for the Harper home run. The biggest home run in Philadelphia Phillies history, man. Mm-hmm. Um, we are living in one of the greatest periods in team history. And, you know, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened, and, and a lot of people have been talking about what has happened since they made the World Series, which, again, I still can't believe it's real. <laughs> they made the World Series. I know. I know. I know. And we'll keep saying it because the more we say it, the more happy we're getting. Oh, my God, dude. I know. I know. And it's just like, um, I'm just, I'm so proud of them. Like, I, because here's the thing. And, and I think you feel this way. I feel this way. I think the the listeners of the High Hopes podcast feel this way, too. It's like, the Phillies are are an extension of our family. You know what I mean? Like we love them. We love this team. We love the <laughs> Phillies. They're like our favorite thing in the world. Yep. And when they do bad, it's like I'm I'm not mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And this last like this last like two and a half weeks, it's just been like I'm so happy for you guys. Like yeah. You know, and and there's been stood the amount of stories that we've heard, the amount of like dms and and emails we've gotten of like uh, his heartfelt and it's why baseball is just and i know the eagles hit different here and, and i get that but the phillies it just feels like it's a different level of just 
emotional. I've heard so many people say that they've cried. Like people told me that they, I know you. <laughs> and I'm a, yeah, honestly, uh, this, this is a trust you here. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed I didn't cry because <laughs> like I, I've been waiting for this forever, you know? And like, I, I actually, I did well up. I, I welled up when, whenever, whenever they're about to have a celebration and they go, mm-hmm. how many more JT? Oh my Four God. more topper. Oh my God. I know. I know. I, I start, I, I literally, I do start welling up. Yeah. Um, but the, but baseball, man, it is just a it's a thing that we go through, you know, and it's a thing that brings us together. And and I've, I've just the amount of stories that we've heard about me and my dad or me and my mom, like this is what we bonded over is the Phillies. And I think it's because they're there for us every night, man. Every single night, the Phillies are there and they're constant. You know, they might suck. They might let us down. <laughs> they might you usually know, do. Usually do. Um but they're there and uh, they're having a moment right now. I love, I love how behind the city is of them. And uh, man, it's just uh, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Can't believe <laughs> yeah. we're here. Yeah, I know. I, I said the LeBron meme on the last pod. I feel that way. I, I just keep saying, I can't believe this is our life. I can't believe this is happening right now. And I, I'm so with you on the generational thing of it. I feel like baseball is the most generational of the sports. It is America's pastime, right? Like that's, that's the tagline. That's what it is. And it's for a reason. It's because it's passed down. The reason we love, the reason people love baseball is because their parents loved it. And those parents loved it. And my daughter is going to love it. And her kids are going to love it. And it's something that's like passed down. It's familial to your point. And like, and I felt it, you know, you were with me at that game and my, my brother came down, Peter came down and Peter, the last time my brother and I got to go to a play a Phillies playoff game together. He was in, in college and then living in New York during the 07 11. And he was like you, he didn't get to go to those games. The last time we were in the building together for a Phillies playoff game was the 1993 world series with my dad. You know, my dad passed away 18 years ago and he's the reason I'm a Phillies fan. He took me to vet stadium to see the Mike Schmidt retirement ceremony, the Steve Carlton retirement or, you know, a uh, number ceremony. I met Ricky Jordan on the field once. And it was like the, the greatest day of my life. Cause Ricky Jordan was going to be a superstar. Jack, you're too young to know that, but let me tell you, we all thought Ricky Jordan was going to be freaking awesome. And, and to be there with my brother for that, like I felt that man, I felt that, that generational part of it and how special it is and how much it means. And, and you're seeing it with the reactions. Like, I, so I, I tweeted this and it's true. Like I've watched every single version of the Harper Homer. There is like the Titanic video. The And by the way, I hate Titanic. I hate the movie. I hate the song. Freaking wow. love the Titanic video, the Harper video. It's amazing. I, I Amazing. Like I welled up during it. The natural one. I've watched the Francie call, the Joe Davis call, the Spanish call, like every single one out there. I've been like searching for the most random calls. People are putting it to anything they can find. And it's all amazing, Jack. It's all amazing and you know it's it's that whole thing it's it's what makes it special is it's this thing that we all connect over and and this communal experience that we have if you're in the building for it like we talked about it i i literally lifted a security guard up and and hugged him and you saw it and picked him up and just picked him up in the air and we were hugging everyone and high-fiving everyone and there's this special thing about sports when you're in the building for it at the, and the it's between the team and the and the fans they connect and it's a communal experience and you're feeding off each other and when it's perfect when it's the Bryce Harper home run there's nothing better on the planet there's nothing better on the planet than like 45,000 people 
all joyous together at the exact moment and celebrating that joy together. It's, it's an electricity that you don't find anywhere else in life. And this Phillies team has given us that man. They've given us those moments. And, 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 and again, we, we talked about this before, but the amount of moments is insane. I feel like you could go on a run to win the world series and not have half the, the moments that we've had on this run. Um, it's just it, for, for the first time in 11 years and the first time in what, 13 years or 12 years, 13 years since we made the world series, like, you know, it just, it couldn't have been a, a more fun run so far, Jack. Yeah, and I wasn't alive for 93, but I assume that this is what 93 felt like, you know, where it what, totally the, the difference it, is, though, is that the 93 team was in first place for the entire they year. They were great all year. They were like 45 and 17 through state. Like they were cruising, you know. I don't know if you remember. But it was but, out of nowhere. They were, they were the worst team in baseball the year before. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember this, but uh, the Phillies were not 45 and 17. That, you know, yeah. They, this they, year, no. No, they were, they were not. <laughs> they, were, um, they were 21 and 29, I believe, at a certain point. That's an important number there, yeah. Were they? Um, <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and I don't know, man. All, the, all the, the, the stories that we've gotten have just been so humbling. And I want to give a special shout-out to uh, our guy, Matt, who we met at the game on, yes, on, on Sunday. And he, I just remember he, like, yelled at me from across the across the concourse he's all excited and you know it's like you know bleep yeah the phils are in the world uh, phils are one way from the world series and uh you know walking over and he's like can we get a picture and then he's like i want you to meet my dad yeah um and uh i and i shook his hand uh we got a photo and then he i guess he went up to you later because we I didn't, I didn't see you yet and uh and we got a photo and and Matt sent me a DM later just about how like much it meant to him and how you know his dad recently was diagnosed with ALS and like how much he loves the podcast. Um, and shout out to Bob, man! Like you shout said, out like, to Bob, man. Matt said that uh, Bob sends him a text message every time that the pod is is live or the, pod <laughs> is, uh, the pod's up. So shout out to Bob, man! It was really a pleasure to to, to meet you and. Um, you know, if this podcast can bring joy to anyone, like, then this is, it's all worth it for us. And, uh, you know, thanks for, you know, going on this weird, wild, mostly miserable experience. With yeah. Us. I mean, you really uh, have to commit yes, to us to go with yes. this, this ride we've been on. But yeah, uh, just, uh, again, so many stories, shout out to Bob and, uh, shout out to son, Matt, it seems like the man. So, um, eh, let's keep this thing going. Why don't we? Yeah, man. And, uh, and I'm so with you, dude. And, you know, I think that's for me been the, the most beautiful part of all this is the amount of people we've met, the amount of texts we've gotten, the amount of DMS that we've gotten in, or I should say Jack sends to me because, you know, not the best at that. Um, but yeah, it's at, like, it's humbling, man. Like we're just two friends who are talking about the Phillies and just love the Phillies with everything we have. Like, Baseball is our favorite sport. And I think for me and Jack being in the business together, it's almost become like a like a, a um like a defense mechanism where it's like, no, no, no. Like baseball's our thing. We love it the most. You all love your other stuff. We're the ones who love baseball. And to like kind of get to to go through this together and to and to have people respond to what we we do, like Jack and I do this anyway, like at work every day. This like high hopes pod is what happens in the studio when Jack walks in and we just talk about it. I just been texting Jack all day, basically like being some version of dude, 
we're in the World Series. Or dude, dude, we were in the building for the Bryce Harper home run. Or like just like, you know, like I it, we're right there with you. Like we, for us, this is, this is so magical. And to actually get to like talk about it and create a community, like Jack said, that, that we always say is the most important part of this podcast is the people who are with us on the ride, because like, it's hard to be on this ride right now. It's great, but the Phillies are a tough ride, man. <laughs> There's a lot of bumps and a lot of bruises along the way. And, you know, that's that's why it feels so, so amazing right now, because we freaking suffered for this. Well, the weirdest part about you texting me all the time is I'm so not used to it. You know, usually, <laughs> you know? usually when I send you a text, it's like, all right, this, I'll get a response within the next 20 minutes. And now you're just like, you know, sending it all back once right away. I'm like, well, hold on. This is what I do. Uh, get off my lawn, kid. You know, <laughs> let me let me text back fast. You know, it's just yeah. like. Full-on conversations all day long. I'm like, well, I haven't seen self Like, does, does he even know Zoe exists anymore? Is Zoe even a part of his life now that the Phils are in the World Series? Good to see where your priorities are, pal. I mean, holy cow. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot. And, uh, man, just, just get me to Friday. I'll be in Houston, which is... Uh, How cool is that? Our boy, our guy, is going to be in Houston to freaking boo Justin Verlander in person. And we're going to get to do the pot after. It might be not right away. We're going to get it. It's quick. If Jack can record for the stadium, we're going to do that. But, you know, we don't know that that's going to be able to happen. But either way, like the second Jack can get in front of a computer, I'll be ready. Obviously, the moment the game ends, we'll get it to you. But Jack's going to the game. So it's cool to get that perspective too. like you're going to game one of the World Series in Houston, Jack, with the Phillies playing in it. Like, what again lebron meme i'm just gonna start saying lebron meme all the time because like how is this happening to us uh maybe i'll record it from Chaz mccormick's uh locker i think that that might be <laughs> you just flexed right there all right you're already going to game one and you after... throw, throw out the real flags there <laughs> after we uh you know after we beat the after we beat the uh astros in game one i'd be like hey Chaz, uh, listen I, I i need to record a podcast real quick if you can please step aside <laughs> Um, as we demolish Justin Verlander in game one. Um, yeah, it's gonna be wild, man. Like, obviously, my first thought is like, I just hope we get there, and then I gotta figure out all the logistics of like getting our show on the you're air. Doing your job, yeah. You actually are going. The the reason you're going is for your job, not for fun. But yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. So, uh, about five o'clock Houston time, I will be fully, fully, fully ready to go, and oh, we'll be just so bouncing excited. off the walls. I'm so and, excited for you, buddy. I'm dude, so excited for you, man. It's going to be really hard for me. Let me just make this message very clear. To the <laughs> Let me just make this very clear. Very clear. Um, would not handle a loss well. <laughs> amidst, I don't know, like 38,000 Astros fans. Like, don't need it. Don't need it. Don't want it. Don't, don't, don't want to be there for it. So um, if we could please make it a crisp, clean Three nothing fills win with a Kyle Schwarber leading off the first inning home run. I would appreciate that greatly. So, um, yeah, dude, I can't wait. And it's it's like this whole run's been pinch me. Uh, being in the for the Hoskins home run for the Harper home mm-hmm. run. Now being there for Game One of the World Series. And like, listen, if they win Game One of the World Series and we go back for six seven, like I feel like I need we need to talk to Rod and be like, listen, buddy, they didn't yeah. lose when I was there. Come on, man. Come on. And also, maybe maybe send us together. Get Seltzer in the building. Get Seltzer in the building. What are we doing? Um, (laughs) But it's going to be, it's going to be electric, man. So don't blame me if they lose. Don't blame me if they lose. But uh, 
it's going to be incredible. I'm so excited for you. Uh, I like, again, especially for someone who, you know, we talked about it coming in for someone who, you know, never got to go to a Phillies playoff game before. Like you are, I've been you to are, a couple now. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting your, 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 uh, your fill, so to speak. And, um, Ooh. it's, it's really cool, man. I'm so excited for you to go out there and do that. And I'm excited to talk to you after and we can get the insights. What other Phillies pod is going to be able to tell you what it was like in that building? Not, Oh wait, there are no other Phillies pods. My bad. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What other, <laughs> And if there was another place spot that, that's there, how many are going to have a few beers uh, and not, not be in the press box? You're damn this right, guy. You're this damn guy. Right. You're damn right. Do they sell Miller Lite in uh, in Houston? I, I'm know, sure I, they do. I Miller Lite's so. a pretty pretty big uh, pretty big deal. So, really, I thought out. it was only a Philly thing. I thought it was shout only shout out here. to Miller Lite, by the way. I guarantee you. And again, back to the whole Hibs community thing. Thank you, everyone. We love you more than life itself. Um, I guarantee you, Miller Lite sales in Philly have freaking gone. Like, I'm sorry they have. I'm not, you know, I'm not patting ourselves in the back, Jack, but I'm just saying, like, I see a lot of people drinking Miller Lights, tweeting out Miller Lights for Phil's wins. Like, not lost on me. I'm just saying, you know? Well, it's because it's a, people like being a part of a movement, and there's clearly a movement. So <laughs> maybe I'll get all of Houston to start drinking some uh, oh, some Miller Lights now. What, to drown their you- sorrows after the Phil's go up one nothing. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Oh, it's going to be so beautiful. Um, all right. Should we, should we talk some baseball? You know, I'm so bad at like, I'm so afraid. Here's my problem, James. Okay. Cause I'm so afraid to talk crap. Like I would say talk bleep, but we don't curse on this podcast. We don't do that. We don't do that. And by the way, Jack sent me a nice <laughs> shout out to the, the, uh, I, as usual, I can't remember, you know, which tweet it was, but Jack sent me a tweet of a dad who's, uh, who's with their kid and the kid, when he gets in the car says, what does I hopes have to say? And I was like, Okay, Jack, you win. No more cursing. No, His name was well Bob. His name was Shout Bob. Another, Bob. Another Bob. Another Shout Bob. Shout out to Bob. Shout out to all the Bobs. Um, yeah, I mean, just think about that poor kid that just wants to. Sit I down, do. To you uh, did I not say you were right? All right, I gave you. I texted you credit, and I'm giving you credit on the pot. All right, pal. <laughs> what more do you need from me? All right. But if they, if they lose the World Series, uh, make sure your ears are muffed. Um, <laughs> yeah, buddy, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, but I, uh, they're not, yes. going, Jason. it's all good. It's all good. So I'm so bad at talking like crap in person. Cause like, I just don't need it to turn around on me. Mm-hmm. Like I would need, I need the fills to go up by like a minimum of 10, you know, for, for, uh, for the, for me to feel any load of confidence. So I don't think, I don't think I'll be like the Brandon Marsh best friends that are flipping off Cardinals fans after getting one foul ball. I think I'm going to be just, just, a little more reserved. Yeah, there. happy to be there. Yep, happy well, to be there. You are pretty intense, intense in game. You know, you don't. Yeah, no, the hundred percent. I mean, you're I don't not know. a you're not an f around kind of guy at a baseball Honestly, game. Honestly, like, yeah, you're very. You as we mentioned before, you're walking by yourself into the corner and like kind of just like, you know, making you know, looking like really uncomfortable, and like you know, very nervous and all that. Yeah, just letting you know watching games with me is not fun like i don't <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't like quantify it as like a a fun experience i mean especially playoff games because then i'm like yeah. in my i'm You're really intense. doing yeah i'm really watching doing games the whole- watching games with me is fun if i watch with more than five people i just really want to leave <laughs> you know i can't i can't take i can't take any of the commentary like i don't want it like i, I wish I, I wish i had a mute button for other people is really my main <laughs> point like i wish i could just shut up i don't care because I, I like literally i sit there and i'm just in my, in my head like you know curveball here you know like uh, and then I, and sometimes it comes out you know sometimes I'm like oh, I'll go oh yeah it definitely does yeah 
But um, and then you know it's bad. And you're, when you're also good at that. You always do that. Got him. Got him. And then when it doesn't go, the call doesn't go the way. You're like, what? Like, it's so good. Well, it's because you know what the problem is, is that I feel like I'm back in the dugout. I can yeah. tell, dude. I can tell you like react to every pitch in that way. You're like, got him. Well, and because you know, bad. It's like the ball. You know, like yep. you know, supposed to, you're, you're just lucky there's not any pickoffs anymore. Or else I'd be sitting there saying, "Back, back." Um, um, but yeah, no, it's it's it. So having like I'm just saying, if the Phils go down by four and I'm in person in Houston, like it, Houston might have a problem. And his name is Jack Fritz. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, all right, real quick, I said let's talk baseball, but I actually have to bring up one more thing. And um, well, we're only 20 minutes into a World Series preview. And yeah, I know. Well, that's it. All, honestly, so. but that's honestly, I'll be honest with you, I was really excited to record tonight because it felt like the first one in a while where we could just like. Yeah. Kind of do our thing. Yeah, exactly. We were so intense. We were talking games and reacting and like, oh, the whole harp room run. Also, like, you know, we haven't really gotten to do our thing. And in that vein, Jack, before we actually get to the, you know, World Series, shout out to Josh Ponzio, an all time great tweet as um, what are the odds, Jack? What are the odds that when the Phillies finally make the World Series, Jim Nance actually resigns from something? <laughs> Jim it's resigning from the final four. Josh Ponzio, a great tweet, says, looking forward to Jim Nance re-signing and calling final fours for the next decade. I mean, seriously, though, this whole run has been full of, like, little moments, a little, like, you know, synchronicity. How many, we've probably said that on the pod more times in the last three weeks than we had in the, the entire five years prior. Like, come on, man. Like, come on. Jim Nance resigned from something. Like, come on. It's another sign, man. It's another sign, sign, buddy. It's another sign. If you want, the moment that you figured out the Phillies are winning the World Series was the day yes. that Jim Nance yes. was I'm actually resigning. It is. It's absurd, man. Like for it's a. It was a stupid thing then <laughs> that you you force fed on me. What was it like six day. months? I I oh, at least God, at like, least I kept it going. Even when you saw it, when I saw it coming, I was like, I really. Just, now that I see you on camera, like, oh it, yeah, it would I wouldn't have been it, able to pull it off as well. Yeah, it, right. I would have made it way worse. Um. So yeah, bye bye, Jim. Um, <laughs> He's finally gone. <laughs> hope you enjoy retirement. Just kidding. He's still doing like Sunday. <laughs> yeah, the Masters in football, but whatever, you know. I know. I'm gonna miss Nance on the uh, on the Me broadcast too. though. Me He's too. good on. He's good on NCAA tournament stuff. Sure. Hey, but spin zone, more T Mac. That's true. Have, yeah, probably and, gonna get more T Mac and spin zone. High hopes. That's all I really care about. I can't believe this is happening. Um, yeah. All right. Um, World Series, real quick, actually. Now, lies. Can we mm -hmm. real quick? I just want to one more. How moment. how are we, this is a new bit that we're trying to do mid podcast where it's just like, how long are we going to actually talk about the World Series? Honestly, it wasn't. It wasn't. I just yeah, okay. I have one more thing. I just want to talk about the Harper Homer just a little bit more because when we were on hasn't been talked about enough. Yeah, right. You know, so we were on WIP and we reacted. And we took calls and Howard Eskin just you know stole yeah. 20 minutes of our time just saying nothing but whatever you yeah. know it's all good we love howard whatever. um yeah i mean you know whatever um but i just i just want to go back to the moment one more time before we move forward to the world series because i do think it is such a important obviously moment we've uh, if we're, we're calling it the biggest home run in philly's history and it is like it's been talked about on wip the camera brought up the list and stuff and like the other options are like all right the only one that is even comparable is dick sisler to send them to the 1950 world series like yeah, that's right there with it. But like the Mike Schmidt home run in Montreal, and it's a regular season home run. I know it mattered, but are we serious with this? Is this well, a real thing that people are saying? Like, 
Uh, well, it's Howard. I mean, it's Howard that's saying it. It wasn't just Howard. We had a David and Fairmount call show today. He he knows his baseball, old school historian guy, said that. I was like, get out of your mind. Joe DeCamera said he still thinks Schmidt one's probably above it. Enough. The Sisler one is the only one that's even like. The Schmidt homer. It's embarrassing. embarrassing. But the Expos? Yes, the uh, the Montreal one. But then couldn't you you just. People who think that was bigger. Couldn't you just make the case in the. Couldn't you just make a case that the Schwarber home run <laughs> was just as important to make it one nothing? I mean, yeah, uh, is that Jack, not the same? It's the same I'm thing. I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm right there with you. Schwar- uh, how, how about this? Schwarber having two homers against against Houston is more impressive than Mike Schmidt's <laughs> home run against the Expos. <laughs> if you want to be serious, I mean, that's that's a joke, right? Like, we don't have to do this whole fake smart thing. Like, we can just admit that the the Harper home run was the biggest home run in Phillies history. It was to send the Phillies to the World Series. And I hate this stat, James. I hate it with every fiber of my being. I hate every single win probability stat. Me too. I, I hate, hate him. I hate him. Oh, my God. There's nothing worse. Like, well, it's the, worst. the Phillies had a 99.3% chance I of winning. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. With all it's my soul. And, I, and, yeah. and, 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 dude, anytime anyone posts the playoff odds, like, heading Dude, down, we I talked won't... about this. I think I brought this up, like, during the pod in, like, June or whatever. I was like, it's, like, June. And people were like, Phillies have a 73%. Or, like, back then, it was, like, 33%. I'm like, stop this. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. What are we doing right now? There's... Four months of baseball left. Like, stop this. I'm right there. I hate it, Jack. But. <laughs> uh, I said that. But from, uh, I think, uh, yeah, Scott Lauber tweeted this out. That uh, by wins probability added, it was the second biggest hit, just hit, in Philly's postseason history. So the first one was obviously Rollins because it won them the game. I mean, yep. that's sure. direct wins probability added. And number two was the Harper home run. So. It's calmed down with the Mike Schmidt regular season home run. So, um, yes, it is. It is the biggest home run in Philly's history. Um, and his reaction still just blows my mind. Like, it's almost as if he knew he was going to do it. And oh, see, I don't know if it's like that. Like, I think his you think reaction he's just in so much shock. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I think that the, the, the key that, that, you know, that's true is the dugout thing where he's like, Oh my gosh, I really just did that. Look, no one knows the sport better. No one cares about the sport more. No one cares about the history of the sport, his place in the history of the sport more. And I think that Bryce Harper knew just how mammoth, how massive, how important that home run home run was. I mean, like that, like, and let's take it out of just the Phillies context, just in the baseball context, you know, October is about, you know, creating myth and creating legends, right? Like that's what happens in the playoffs in baseball. You create legends. And usually like we talked about on the last show and we were on shields pod and all this stuff, we talked about the idea that it's so rare that it's the actual superstar. It's the guy who's already a legend, who actually has the legendary moment. And the beautiful thing about baseball is you don't get to choose who gets that chance, right? Like, you don't get to choose who comes up in the spot with the runner on in the bottom of the eighth. It, it might not. Bryce Harper might never get that chance. He could never get the opportunity just by circumstance, by the way the game is, to step up in that type of opportunity in that game, in that specific spot. And yet, when he gets that spot, he actually goes up and takes advantage of it and becomes a freaking legend. 
Like, it's so improbable, man. It's so improbable that that this guy who who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated at 16, who was an MVP at 22, the first pick in the draft, MVP at 22, like the face of baseball basically as a child, at least for 41-year-old me, Bryce Harper was the face of baseball when he was a child, man. And for him to go through his career and until the age he's 30, until he's 30 years old, to get that real opportunity to have one of the all-time baseball moments and then to, to take advantage of it like that and grab it like that, man, like it is not exaggerating. It's not hyper hyperbolic to say that is the stuff of legend. Like that was a legendary moment that Bryce Harper had. And in a lot of ways, it was like a baseball legend moment. Like I, I really believe that. It was the most basketball shot and of of a home run ever. Well, I'm really real quick. I'm happy you said that because that's that's what makes baseball different. In basketball, you can say, "All right, LeBron, you get to take that shot." All yes. right, Kobe. <laughs> Kobe, you get whoever, Jordan, you get to take that shot. In baseball, you don't get to choose. You don't get to say it's Bryce Harper gets to take that shot. It just worked out that Bryce Harper got to take the shot and he nailed it. That's what makes it yeah. so cool. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I appreciate uh, the baseball gods turning off Bob Melvin's brain for <laughs> that time period too. Like, just equally as improbable that you have a, one of the best left-handed yeah. pitchers in the sport yeah. coming out of the bullpen that you don't go to him. Um, and a so great they, manager. It's not like Bob Melvin is freaking Dave Roberts. Like, this guy's a great manager. I wonder if they yeah. got his LCS ring. There. Yeah, I know Dave Roberts. Is <laughs> um, I wonder if I do wonder if Bob Melvin got his ACL LCS uh, ring yet, though. He deserves you know, I, it, man. I, I, I hope he's coming. Um, and the other thing about the Bryce Homer that I don't think I'll ever forget it because I feel like I'm going to bring it up all the time, so I know who the real ones are versus who the fake ones are. Um, but the the <laughs> the take on the changeup is still something that I just I can't get over, dude. Like they had him. Oh, set. oh my God, dude! The take on the change is unbelievable. I can't believe he took it. You're so. They right. had him. They had him set up perfectly. Yeah. For him. You know they were on fastballs up, fastballs up, fastballs. And he up. was so close to going. He go. They go change up down. Start if he starts in the strike zone a little bit, you know, higher. He swings over. Like he's he's not hitting that pitch. You don't go from ninety nine to ninety two and and do anything with that pitch, especially with how well he's set up. But he took it, and I don't know how he took it. I don't know why he took it, but he took it. Um, and it set up, <laughs> it set up that moment. It did, man. And like the only home run, like the Batista home run is the one that comes to mind, um, as like comparable to it, but it's just, you don't see this happen when it comes like, again, first off great players, but also like an LCS game. Like LCS game to send a team to the World Series down a run in the eighth. Yeah. That just doesn't that just doesn't happen. Um, so uh, listen, it's it's already been viewed what like five million times, and it's. Uh, I think I'm like a million of those views for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah and it, and it's something that you know. Again, ten years from now, twenty years from now, we'll play the audio, we'll start welling up, and we'll remember that day. I'll. You know, we all came together as a city, and I think uh, our guy Scott Fransky, you know, sounds uh, really well. I mean, Bedlam at the Bank, <laughs> is, just the a, bank. is just a perfect, perfect call. Um, 
And again, that moment, that player, that reaction, like, dude, I mean, you might think that he was in shock, but he had the whole thing choreographed too. He was like this and then he was doing this. He did the slower one too. He did it like more dramatic, like the kind of, I mean, it's freaking just, it's just insane, man. Uh, It's insane. It's insane. insane. Um, you know, 30 years old, having that moment, um, that he's again, waited his whole life for. I, I bet he wish. I bet he wish. It, yeah. I bet he wish it wasn't rain soaked. And you know, I was gonna miss. Well, uh, I bet he does wish it was rain soaked because, to your point, which you said, glad it happened. I too am glad Sir Anthony gave up those runs because without that, we don't get the homer. Yep, that is not. You know, that is not uh, predicating our. That is not. Uh, that is not using the results to dictate how we <laughs> feel about the home run. Yeah. <laughs> This guy, that was classic high hopes bit right there. Jack knows words. Once this, the, the, the <laughs> everything starts connecting up here, watch out. Yeah, fire. watch out. Fire. Podcast is going to be in trouble. Been I'm a lot of talk, dude. This is 17 podcasts in 19 days. Yeah, like. we did, so yeah, we did. So this is our, our 18. We did 17 pods in 19 days. Any high hopes listener knows we probably do like six a month, maybe seven, eight if they're really humming, maybe two a week if we're really feeling it. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've missed two days over this run. But you know what? Like, I, like I said to Jack before, I want to record every day. I want to see him play yeah. every day. Like, I'm super happy to do it. We're going to be recording at like one o'clock in the morning this weekend. Like, don't care. Give it to me. Bring it. I Great tweet by someone. I'm sorry. I don't remember who it was, but a great tweet being like, you, yeah, you know, I know the Phillies are, are really rolling as Seltzer hasn't complained once about how late the recording is going. And it's yeah. true. Because I, I yep. would record all day. You were, you were the one who had to leave the other night. I can't remember what it was, but there was even a night where I was ready to keep rolling. So, um, yeah, it's been awesome. And I'm happy you mentioned Fransky, too, because I've gotten more texts and stuff from Fran- uh, from people lately just being like, wow, Fransky's so underrated. Oh. It's like, you're not here he wasn't. Like, we knew. But I'm really happy that that the local and national audiences are getting to to – remember or find out that like we have like literally one of the best in the business here doing what he's doing and he's doing at the highest level all right jack what do you think 33 minutes does that feel good world series i guess it's probably right about time (laughs) you know isn't a part of a part of radio and podcasting supposed to be like a headline first and yes and then yes later Yes, that's going literally what you're supposed to do. You're yeah, supposed to headline, gonna... opening statement, get to your thesis, get to your point, and then you mix stuff in as you go along. We we Listen, go the other way. Professionals here. That's yes. that's the 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 <laughs> the, the uh, what's the it's word what we always we freaking do. use? What's the word that we always use? The ethos of this ethos, podcast is always right. professionals. You're right. You're right. That's what we do. Just what we do. So let's talk Just World Series, day. buddy, because the Phillies are in the World Series. Did you know that? Phillies are in the World uh, no. Series. They're okay. not. I mean, they're not. They're not really <laughs> in the World Series. Like, I'm sure the Mets are there. Like, I'm sure, oh, I'm yeah. sure the Mets with be. Jacob deGrom yeah. and Max Scherzer. Like, they're there. It's not the Phillies. Believe oh, me. oh, you'd rather have uh, Scherzer and deGrom than Wheeler and Syndergaard? Because, I don't know. I feel like I'd rather have Wheeler and Syndergaard right now. Yeah, the two Mets guys are in the World Series, and the two other Mets guys are home. So, um. Just total loser stuff. Um, but yeah, dude, it's wild. I can't believe we're here. And I'm so happy. And um, I need it to be Friday. I need to be in the ballpark. And I need to like, I need to see what the Astros are like, man. Like, I watched them against the Yankees. I watched them this whole season. I'm like, wow, would hate to play that team in the World Series. They're good. Um, they're, they seem pretty good. And um, man, now we're going to see. Like, 
them beating so i think them beating the astros would be like the 01 sixers beating the lakers like that lakers team oh yeah well did you see i think they're like um in terms of uh wins they have the second it's the second biggest gap between world series opponents in the history of baseball like oh, so in terms of game yet right no, no, no. I'm talking regular season wins. The oh, Astros oh. versus the Phillies. That's the second biggest gap in the history of baseball between the wins between the two teams. But also another fun <laughs> fact. Any team that has gone undefeated in the postseason has never won the World Series. Two. And well, it's funny because the team that had the big a bigger run differential between the two, the one that was the one that had the less wins lost. So, you know, history says, you know, we're gonna win. So yeah, fine. that's what we're going to do. Um, Look, but it's like, it's like, I can't um, like, dude, if they beat the Astros, oh. I mean, like, all right. So I think, I think the 0-1 Sixers taking down the Lakers. I think that's comparable. I think the, the Lakers team hadn't lost the game, right? Until game one. Yeah. Game one was the only one they lost that whole run. Right. Which is very similar. Um, the 0-4 Patriots weren't as good as this Astros team. I don't think um, the 0-8 Cardinals obviously weren't um, the 10 Blackhawks. Who cares? Um, the 11 Cardinals, no giant, 10 card, 10 giants. No, uh, the 17 Patriots. No, um, like I, this is, that's what it reminds me of. And, and the Astros are a really good baseball team. And if we beat them, like <laughs> first off it would be unexpected, but at the same time, like I feel really confident, man. Me like, too, I don't man. know why it's exactly like the only thing that I can compare this to is the is the week leading into the Super Bowl? Yeah, because and the, like the week before, even. But you're right. After the NFC Championship game, everyone in Philadelphia knew we were going to win the Super Bowl. Right, and that's exactly how I feel now. Um, because, like, you just you just have this feeling that the rest of the the, the rest of the, the the city just doesn't get it. Like, they're not the rest of the city. The rest the of the rest country, country doesn't get it. Like, they're like, oh well, the Astros are obviously going to win. They have this, 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 and this. It's like, yeah. Well, the games have to be played too. Um, and when I look at the Phillies lineup, I know the Yankees had judge like, the Phillies lineup is better than the Yankees, you know, and, and it presents more threats than that Yankees team. The Yankees also pretty much just had Garrett Cole and Nessa Cortez, who's awesome. Um, but it's like the, the starting well, Nessa Cortez so hurt too. Right. Um, and then you get to the bullpens and, and the, the Yankees probably have an advantage there, but Man, I actually not think that much, not dude. that the much bullpen is not great. And it's, it's a bullpen that it pitched way better earlier in the season, but when it mattered has really been struggling lately. And their well, the Phillies lineup is definitely better. The Phillies lineup is definitely better. The Yankees don't, I mean, and not to mention, Oh, by the way, the hottest hitter on the planet. Who's also the best hitter on the planet is in the Phillies lineup. We talked about it before. Like the, one of the best LCS performances in the history of baseball. Like this guy is going to the world series locked in. Like I would take Harper over everyone in this, in this world series. And Jordan Alvarez is an amazing hitter, but Bryce Harper is the best player in this world series right now. God, I, I like the I like the confidence, but you know me still have the Negadelphian in me. Ah, I get it. I want to, I can just feel the adult takes exposed on that one. But, um, you say I, I, I think Bryce's old takes expose proof. Like, I don't think yeah, there's no, anything we can say about Bryce. Right that, yeah. Um, but you saying that, and I had this written down in my take bag, but I might as well do it now. That's why I think this World Series comes down to Cassianos because oh, they're I, I know there. you just I said know. no. Relax. I was like, oh great. Deep breaths, deep yeah. breaths. Um, but I think if, if you're smart and you're Dusty Baker, you're pitching around Harper. Like you're 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 not letting him beat you. 
You know, he he got to a point in the in the Padres series where it's like, even even in the home run thing, it's like, well, why don't you just walk him? Yeah, <laughs> like, I would have walked him. I would have put. I, I know you don't want to put the winning runner on base. I would rather put the put the winning run on base than face Bryce Harper as the winning run. Like that's crazy. So it's going to be on Castellanos. Do I have like a ton of confidence in that working out? <laughs> no. Um, but I, I, I just, I'd be surprised if Dusty Baker puts this team in, in position to be like, oh, we're, we're going to totally let Bryce Harper kill us. Like he's going to have to do it. Um, you know, mostly solo shots. You know, I think if there's runner on, runners on second base or whatever, and he's, he's coming up to uh, come up the bat. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they start pitching around him, not saying like you walk him automatically, but see if he'll chase. Now he's great at not chasing because he has an unbelievable eye. Um, but Castellanos, if you batting in the five hole in this series, you have to make them pay. You have to make these pitchers pay or else there's going to, there's going to pitch around them and get to you and see if you can do anything. Now, if Castellanos comes down on fire and I think it would probably take two games it, um, for you to really believe that he's going to come out on fire. If you're Dusty Baker, like you, you, you employ the strategy in game one. And if, if he kills it, he kills you. But in game two, if he does the same thing, then maybe you just, um, but it's, it's going to be on Casty, and and he's got to step up. And if he can't do it, I think Thompson's got to be quick to adjust and go to someone else, you know, or. Yeah, I don't know if I don't think he's going to do that. I don't Topper, think so yeah, Topper has shown that he's going to trust his dudes. You know, I spoke to That's, Topper, by the way, today. I know. Unbelievable. I know. He just called our show out of nowhere unexpectedly. And I, so I answered the phone and it says Rob Thompson there. And I'm like, OK. Yeah, I thought it was just like so, so inside baseball for all your listeners. Like um, usually when the. Phillies call us it'll be like from a phone of like a um like a PR, PR person. person or whatever so it's like it'll say a player's n- name but it's usually like a PR person or whatever it says Rob Thompson I'm like okay whatever answer the phone and it's like hello this is Rob Thompson and it's like in his Canadian voice and it's like clearly and I'm like what <laughs> I'm like what I'm like Rob yep. he's like I'm like uh what how can I help you sir and he's like oh, I'm supposed to go on the radio with you guys I was like oh really uh you sure about that he's like yeah I'm like awesome okay great and i'm like topper thank you so much for everything we love you so much <laughs> and then we got him on the air and it was amazing and then i told him i loved him on the air again when joe saw me smiling so much during the interview that joe was like seltzer what's going on back there as he's talking to topper and i'm like i just love topper thank you topper like i i was like a, I was like a kid like gushing um, but I think he's going to stick with what, what, well, hold on, can we, hold on, hold on, yes, hold on. Yes, can yes, we yes, finish yes, the yes. story? Because yes, because he thought he was calling a Toronto radio. Yes. Station. Well, yes, that, that is true. Yes. <laughs> and that is, yes. I, at what point during the interview do you think he was like, this isn't, this isn't Toronto. <laughs> say like three like, minutes th- in two minutes. <laughs> like, he's like, hold on, hold on. Yeah. That guy just said topper. He says he loves me. Yeah. Like, there's no way that a Toronto. Uh, <laughs> program is saying that and like meanwhile the camera's like the camera's on the air going like yeah water damn fighter yeah we're going to get yeah you think you're getting nettles in game one or you're gonna get a wheeler damn by the crick like you know he's probably like well this doesn't sound canadian at all i mean um by the way you, you know it's become one of my favorite uh topper things is mm-hmm. i don't know why but i'm obsessed with him saying the word tomorrow he just so he goes like tomorrow yeah, like, he tomorrow, does. like dude, period. I just I can't I can't get it out of my head now. It's just like Love when it. I think tomorrow. about Topper, I think about tomorrow. Um, yeah. So uh, another fun story is I talked to Schwarber today. Yeah, and, buddy. Uh, did you say Schwarber? Drink. Did you say Schwarber? Drink Miller Light. What are you doing? Yeah, come on, come on over. Um, so uh, 
professional or unprofessional. Um, he called in. I, I told said, Topper I loved him. All right, I don't think we're we're doing the professional thing right now. That's true. At least when he called, at least when he called in, he, you're probably like uh, WIP yes, Studio. Yes, I James. definitely said WIP Studio. This is James, without a doubt. I did. Right. Yep. So when no Schwartz called in, I said, I said, Yo, Schwartz. Did you? Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because like. I don't know, man. Sometimes when I start talking to baseball players, I'm like, oh, we are definitely teammates. Some baseball right? guys. Yeah, just baseball guys. Um, so uh, a professional or professional to go like, yo, Schwartz. What did he? No, it's definitely not professional. What did he? What did he say though? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's clear you, you don't need an answer to that. You know, okay, it's not yeah, right. it was unprofessional, but also like pros it. in the moment. What What do you What do you think? By the way, of this. So, by the way, uh, everyone who's watching the video, you can see I got my playoff beard going. I'm not shaving it. I've gotten a lot of. I look like Kyle Schwarber's little brother. Um, I'm obviously like significantly older than Schwarber. What do you think of that call? Do I look like Kyle Schwarber's brother? Not really. Yeah, I think he's got a beard. I think He's it's the beard that makes people, Yeah, I think it's the beard that makes people think that. If I didn't have the beard, no one would think it. But I'll take it, you know? Yeah, that's will, it, thing. will it get me on the field for the celebration or anything? Like, hey, Kyle Schwarber's brother here. Ready? You should try that. You should try it. Why not? I mean, at this point, why not? Although we yeah. can definitely get on the field. We're we throwing the professional thing out the out the window at this point. Yeah. No, this is our moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're damn right. Speaking, of, speaking <laughs> of beards... Do I? I, I was saying I need to shave. Like, I want to shave tonight, but like, also oh, you can't. Bad. I don't think I you can. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not shaving. I've wanted to shave so bad. I hate. So my whole shaving thing, you know, when I shave, and again, we're we're talking about ourselves, which is what we do. Um, minutes, huh? Yes, yes. By the way, I've just so everyone, all the listeners know, I've just accepted that I'm going to have to keep talking and I'm just not going to have a voice for this run. So it's just part of the run. I'm just good no, with no, it being. No, it's good. It's okay. Okay. It yeah. was worse before. It's okay. Anyway, um, I shave. I'm, I'm very lazy and I just, I wait until when I drink something, it gets stuck in my mustache hair. And it's like, I have to like wipe my mouth when I drink something. That's when I'm like, all right, it's time to freaking shave. Cause like, I have to like get a paper towel when I drink something or when I blow my nose or whatever. It's horrible. Um, it's been like that for a week and a half. I'm dying, dude. It's the worst. I want to shave so bad. So, yeah, I once I start like biting it, my head, yeah, like hair, yeah, that's when I'm like, I, I gotta yeah. probably get it. I gotta get yeah. rid of this. I hate it. Um, I hate it. But I'm gonna tough it out. It's nine more days period. or whatever. Yeah, playoff that's what we do. Um, all right. Um, World Series because that's you know, everything. By the way, right the Astro- the Astros are very good. Like I, I, and I really, I really, I'm right there with you. I think the Phillies are going to win. Like I, it's just there's something magical and special. Look, you know who else was good? The Astros team that faced the 88 win Braves. You know who else is good? The Astros team that faced the Nationals. Right? Like you know, it is doable. They've lost, I think, uh, six of the last seven games at home in the World Series, which is pretty crazy. Obviously, four against the Nationals, so that helped. Um, but. Um, and they're bullpen. Like, that's the thing we like when we talk about the Astros, everyone's like, oh, you know, Jordan and Bregman and Altuve and Berliner and stuff. The thing that makes the Astros truly great is the bullpen. Like, that bullpen oh, is yeah. in doing like all of them. Like, every single, like, a Prayu, Montero, freaking Stanek, Presley is obviously freaking absurd. Hunter Brown, like, all these guys are uh, nasty. No. Mm-hmm. Garcia, who are you looking nope. for? Nope. 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 Forgetting a big missing? one, pal. Hold on. Hold on. You're hold forgetting on. a big one. Oh, uh, Hector. Sorry. Sorry, guys. How Sorry. dare you? How yeah, that was dare my bad. you? That was my bad. That was my bad. I don't want to think of him as the enemy. Honestly, I know that 
it's been the hardest part of this whole thing. I will be completely honest. Like, I love that guy. We love this guy on this pod. Like, we were always Hector guys. We defended him, like, for so long. I honestly just, I, I was thinking of enemies right there. All those other guys are my enemy. Hector, I just want you to do bad for this one series, okay? Well, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say this. It's going to be a real shame when Bryce takes him 450. Oh, buddy. Like, it's going to be... It's going to be like, oh, Hector, good to see you. See ya. <laughs> Goodbye. Bomb squad. Well, you know, it, it's, it's not like anything... we haven't seen people homer off Hector Neris before. I'll tell you that much. Let me just say this. I love Hector Neris. Big time. Hector, Hector the protector is my guy. Mm-hmm. Not the best closer. But outside the closer role, pretty good. Yep. I need a back-breaking home run. Like, I need oxygen. Yep. Against Hector Neris. Yep. For the, he did put us through some pain. Well, I'm not saying it was easy. We he all remember back. the three homer, the three homer the game LA. In LA. I'll never forget it as long as I literally uh, like we talked about all oh, never forget the heartburn run. And that I really I was in the building for. I will never forget the that LA game. I will ne- as long as I live, I remember exactly where it was. I remember my feeling watching it play out. I will never forget it, Jack. You were there for that? No, no, no. I, I know where I was for it. Oh, I'm well, saying yeah, I, we were together. I we think. were together. Yeah, we were. Yes, yes. we were together. Yes. And, you know, it was the same night that Nolan Patrick was drafted. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, big hockey guys. I don't want everyone to realize <laughs> that. Bucks. But dude, I I base my whole life around what happened the day the Philly, like in that Phillies. Like, like, oh, like, totally. like when people talk about Namdi signing or whatever, it's like mm, that's when they trade for Hunter Pence. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was the same day. It was the same day. Um yeah, so like the Hector three, the three home run game against Hector, the meltdown in Washington, the uh, I mean the worst, of course, uh, the the Pablo Sandoval home run was like, oh my god, literally just killed my soul. So um, I just need one. You, just for, he owes just us, is what we're saying. He owes us. But just so like another team can experience it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you know, I was actually thinking about Hector. Like, there's got to be a part of him that's like. Damn it! I just left. Like, <laughs> like, like you just you signed Jerry's Familia over me. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, imagine like this fun. This run has been awesome. It'd be so much fun if Hector was here for. I time. agree. I agree. It, I really you know, do. If, if Hector was like, I love him, man. It was, was making big pitches and like we didn't have to deal with Jerry's Familia. You know, I mean, they basically signed Familia. Yeah, it's exact same amount of. Yeah, yeah. Um. So listen. Uh. Obviously, happy for Hector that he's here, and now I hope that he loses. Yeah, big time. All right, uh, the Nola thing. Uh, the Rob Thompson comes on the quote unquote Toronto <laughs> Toronto radio station, and then just breaks a little news. Not officially, but um, the camera. This is, should have been the sign that it wasn't a Toronto station when when he's t- the the host is asking him a tough question about who's going to be his game one starter. Hey, um, so listen, Hopper, <laughs> hey, that was I, we're going to. I call know you, you got a lot to worry about, but yeah, hey, what's yeah. going on? You got wheels, you got no game one there, Topper. Um, so he asked the question. He said, you know, obviously he doesn't ask who you're starting, but he says, you know, have you talked, you know, or do you know what you're, I think he asked the question is like, do you know what you're going to do? Not, not tell me what you're going to do. Um, and Topper just drops in there. He's like, yeah, I'm going to talk guys. He's like, obviously Nola is the common sense choice to get Willie X day waste and keeps going on with his thing. It's like, Oh, okay. So Nola's starting game one. So, um, your thoughts on the comment and on the idea of starting Nola game one, because I know we both were pretty big on the idea of starting Wheeler one to get the five and seven possibilities out of it. How do you feel about the Nola thing? Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> like, I'm just telling you, I don't like it. Um, yeah. um, now, 
Let me just preface this whole thing by saying I'm trust Hopper. Trust, trust uh, yeah, we have I, to. We have to. We've we've done this too much. Trust you, buddy. But um how I this is just how I feel is I want Wheeler on the mound in game one. If I have a chance to start my I know Noel's a stud, but Wheeler's a stud stud. Mm-hmm. You know, Wheeler, Wheeler's a, a horse, Wheeler's an ace. And believe me, I know about the velo dips. I know <laughs> I was there. He was throwing 94 in the seventh uh, and 94 in the sixth, actually, which is even, was even more terrifying. Um, but for me, Noel's already on extra rest. Like he's already on extra rest. There's not like a difference between like eight days and nine days or nine days and 10 days. Like it's just another day, whatever. Um, so he's already on rest. It's not like, it's not like Noel will be going from pitching on to pitching on normal rest to an extra day's rest. He's already on extra day's rest. So this is all, this is all gravy at this point. But the thing that I worry the most about is game five, because I think game five is a massive swing game in every series. There's game one, there's game three, and there's game five before you get to game seven or whatever. But because in that, in that, in that scenario, it goes either you have a chance to close it out at home, you have a chance to make it two, two, or you have a chance to make it three, two and head you back to Houston and give you a chance. And I just feel better with Aaron, with, with Zach Wheeler on the mound than Aaron Nola. Like he's my ace. He's the guy that got us here. Um, and by pitching game two, that pretty much rules him out for game five. Well, hundred percent rules him out for game five. He pitches game six, which is great, but he has no chance to come back in game seven. So if I was them, I would go Wheeler game one, Wheeler game five, and then Wheeler out of the bullpen in game seven. I know their thought process is I don't want to worry about that stuff. I want to focus on getting one and two in Houston, but it's a, it's a series. You know, it's not the first to first to two wins or the first three wins. Like you got to think about this stuff. Um, so I think it's a mistake. I know that Wheeler does really well on extra days rest. And I totally get that. Um, but at this point, I, I would I would start Wheeler game. one. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. He's your ace. You know, it's what it comes down to. He's your guy. And you just start your guys in those spots. They're putting Verlander on the hill. You put Wheeler on the hill to match him. Like I, I'm with you. Look, I, I'm not going to. Kill topper to your point. Like I, I trust the guy and look, he's managed aggressively and it's worked out. Right. I mean, that's the reason they close it out in five against San Diego is the aggressive managing and the moves he made. But I would have started Wheeler. I will say to your point, the numbers are, are pretty strong in terms of, of the four versus five days rest for Wheeler, at least this season. Um, like, uh, you know, I think it was 10 starts uh, on four days rest and 11 on, on five, one way or the other. It was one or the other. And he was like over a full run better. Uh, ERA wise, I think it was like a three six four versus a two five seven with that extra day of rest. So, you know, there there are numbers to support the idea of getting Wheeler that extra day. Um, and look, there is the the idea of getting Noel the home start. You know, I I don't know if personally I think it matters that much, but I think there are, are people and maybe in the Phillies organization who feels like you know Noel at home is is a better option than Wheeler. You know, I feel like Wheeler is, I don't, Wheeler doesn't matter where he pitches ever, you know, and I could see the home crowd, you know, being a benefit to Nola. So at least I do, I get that aspect of it, but I'm with you. Wheeler's your guy. He's your ace. I I would just go to him. I would trust him in this spot. I mean, he has been otherworldly in this playoffs. Did you see the whip stat that was out there? He's on pace to have the best whip in the history of the playoffs or whatever it is. Like it's, it's crazy. We're having having a guy having a top five, like offensive postseason ever ish. 
Yeah. And we have a guy with, with possibly having the best. <laughs> I, in, uh, know, I know. In history. Gee, wonder why it's over here. Well, and again, like he's Wheeler has technically given up five earned runs this postseason, but it's really two. Three of them were after the reset, which would have ended the inning. That would have been the third out. Like in, in all reality, if it weren't for not a home score decision, Zach Wheeler's no. given up two earned runs this playoffs. Two. And that and that stupid little dribbler that Riley hit after that. Well, that's too. yeah, yeah. Either way, those runs were weak, but those none of them should have counted. Ugh. It should have been the third oh. out, and they don't well, count. And- and when we were on with Shield, and by the way, I mean, I, I, apparently we're just special guests on the ringer now. On, <laughs> I love on, it. It's yeah. really special. It's just, Thanks, it's, it, Yeah. Um, I think it's no, Bill I mean, Simmons. Bill Simmons was like, you got to get these guys on more. That's exactly. what I heard. He, yeah. he, he got the call in. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Wheeler's numbers are better than, or, you know, very similar to Hamels in 08, which we hold in, like, the highest regard possible, and, and, and Halliday in, in 10 which is insane. Like it's, you mentioned this on the podcast and I wanted to expand on it more, but also like it was 1238 or 1138 night <laughs> on a Sunday and I wanted to go home. Um, but because someone lives five minutes from the studio. Someone. Yeah. Someone, hey, <laughs> I, I don't blame you for that. Man, you, uh, drove, you drove it's me home like a true mensch. I appreciate it's all it. Good. It's all good. But you know, you mentioned that it's almost like Wheeler has been underrated. It's like, dude, he's been unbelievably <laughs> I underrated. I, I mean, Zach Wheeler is, is it, he is on the same level. He's not as good, but he's I love that same pause. That was great. Because I hold Doc in a really, yeah. really high regard. Like Doc it's is all, all an, Hall of Famer. an idol to me. Doc, like Roy Halladay, means the world to me. So I can't do it. But he is right in the Hamels Lee category of this guy's a superstar and he's our guy. Um, and it's amazing. Like what he is able to do right now is ridiculous. Um, and the fact that it's just so commonplace to where you're like, he's going to go seven and allow less than two mm-hmm. runs. You know, that's just what he does. I mean, this whole thing could be reverse jinx, but I don't care. Uh, like, or, or, <laughs> we've been doing it. Well, listen to all the pods we've done this whole playoffs. It doesn't yeah, matter. It's like, teams but, just, but, they're on a heater. But what Zach Wheeler's done like if, if this was put it this way, if this was Doc doing it, if this was Cliff Lee doing that, if it was Cole Hamels doing it, we'd be like, oh, this guy's the best ever. You know? <laughs> and it's like with Zach Wheeler, we're just like, ah, it's just what he does. You know, it's just what he does. Yeah. He's just Zach Wheeler. Um, so he's ridiculous, man. Uh, pitcher studs. I I do think there is a lot of uh, validity to um, getting Nolan in front of the home crowd. Like, I yeah. think Nolan's take. It's an a, interesting point. That's why I brought it up, you know. Taking a big step forward when it comes to clutchness. You know, obviously pitched the game down in Houston on that Monday night clincher. But at the same time, like, there was like 18,000 people there. Yeah. You know, it was a big game for us. It wasn't a big game for them. Um, his big get start here against the Braves was here. Now, at the same time, he did dominate in St. Louis. He was so, great in St. Louis. So, I just – it makes sense to trust him more at home. Um but I just, I just hate the idea of not having Zach Wheeler on the mound for a game five and then also bring him back for game seven. Yeah, I'm right there with you. He's a race. You pitch your ace in that spot. I'm right there with you. Um, all right. From a lineup perspective, um, you know, I keep it I, the same. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, I, look, you, you have had really good, I'm not even going to say luck. You've been, because uh, not luck, you've been on fire with your kind of calls and predictions this postseason. I've been super impressed. 
he called the, and I guess it's not even the one yet, the Schwerber and the Sierra Red, and we haven't gotten the Schwerber and the Sierra Red. And I think Schwerber is probably the way we're going here, but I'm going to get you on the record. You know, who you think steps up? The, uh, you know, Harper's Harper. Right? We don't need to talk about Bryce Harper. He's the, having an all-time playoffs. But but who steps up? Who's your guy who you think is going to kind of you know, carry this team a little bit in this series? First, let me address the Schwerber home run. Okay, good, good. It's coming. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's not. I. I. I, I remember. I remember vividly. I love that. But it's coming. It's coming. I remember vividly on Sunday that uh, when Schwarber came up and it was like the seventh inning. I think. Yeah, seventh inning. Um, I went to you and I was like, "This could be it." Yeah. And then they cowered their way out because they had a mic on us and they could tell like, Oh no, this is the yep. Schwarber home run. Guess what? We're walking them. Walk um, so um, the Schwarber home run is going to happen. It's going to happen. Like it's going to happen. Uh, I feel like it's going to, I'm going to say it's going to happen game five. Oh, it's you're calling game a game. Five. Look at you. Yeah. Wow. The game, game, game five, seventh inning, Kyle Schwarber is going to hit an absolute tank shot. And it may, maybe, maybe it'll be off equity uh, again and, uh, and into a sea of red at Tisney Bank Park. So, um, it's going to happen, but, um, my pick to click, as they say, is, Ooh, look uh, at you. I know what a pro. <laughs> <laughs> is Bryce got... Stott. I'm going with oh! Bryce and here's why I'm going with Bryce and Stott. Yeah, please. Is I feel like he's built for it, um, and now if the Astros are smart, now it's tough because this guy sucks. Like, definitely is not very good. But we talk about their bullpen. We talk about how great they are. They have no lefty, which is insane. Yeah, it's insane. They have no lefty. You're right. Now, other than starters, all. they have starters. A framper, obviously. But. Now it helps that every. Righty out of their bullpen throws ninety eight with cut. It's just you filth. Know? It's just yeah. like you get re- get ready for a bullpen of filth. Like every guy they bring in just throws nasty stuff. Gilio said this on my drive home, and I said, "There's no way that's real." But maybe you maybe you've seen this. But is there team ERA really under three? I can check. Well, I told you that stat. So that, I know, but you had it under four. You well, that, no, 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 no. The team ERA might be under three. The stat that I said is way more wild than a team ERA under four. The stat, and I'm trying to pull up real quick. I'll just, it, I, I'll remember. Essentially what it is, is other than two guys and between the two is like Pedro Baez and I can't remember the other guy, but they, between these two guys, they pitched like 13 innings this year. Every single other pitcher who pitched for the Astros this year had an ERA under four. Everyone, 99.3% of their pitching staff had an ERA under four. Like, right. they, like that's insane. Like, that is absolutely insane. It's only happened one time. There's only one. It's the second best in the history of baseball. The uh, 83 Orioles, every single guy was under four. They were 100% of their staff was under four. Uh, it's the 69. second best. No, the, no, the Jim Palmer team. The, oh, yes. That yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was 83. Wait. No, we, we we talked that they beat the Phillies. Yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. 69. But sixty nine was the Mets. So did they? Sixty nine was the amazing Mets. Yes, that is correct. Right. Did they beat? Did they beat the Orioles in the World Series? I'm gonna find the stat. Well, yeah, the Phillies lost the Orioles. Obviously, they lost the World in in eighty three. Okay, here it is. The seventy nine Orioles. Neither of us were right. Close That's why you were thinking sixty nine, and I was thinking later. Boom. Anyway, yes. 
So yeah, they the ninety nine point three percent of their innings have come from sub four pitchers. Uh, the only team ever that was better was the seventy nine. All right, and they the Astros team ERA was two point nine. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> but wow. it was not number one in baseball. So yeah, the Dodgers no. were better, which is unbelievable. Two point eight, and if you and they the lost bullpen, to the team we just beat. I'm just saying. Hate to see it. Uh, and their bullpen area, James, you want even more fun, was 2.87. So lower than yeah. their starters area. Not surprising, man. Um, but I'm going with Bryson Stott. So, they, so the only lefty I think they can elevate to the World Series roster would be Will Smith, who stinks. Um, so you, they should, just because, you know, who's going to equalize Schwarber, Harper, Stotty, Marsh? Like, in this scenario, Marsh could play every game. Uh, and I love Sosa. Like, I love Sosa. Well, other, but I, yeah, other than Framber starts, right? Framber, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Framber. Um, yeah, so I'm going Stadi. I just like, I just have a weird feeling the kid's clutch, and I have a weird feeling he's going to go off. And he's he's put together some really, really good at bats. Um, I thought he's. I've been so impressed with him, man. I've been so impressed. I mean, there's so many players that stepped up in the LCS. Like, it's hard to, to count on one hand almost, but like, Stott has some big hits. It, you know, he had that big hit in the seventh um, on Sunday that they couldn't get home, but whatever. He tied the game the night before. Like, he's just been a, a, a run starter um, for this team. So I'll, I'll go with Stotty. I just I have a good feeling about him um, that, that this moment's going to be not going to be too big for him. And how about this? Both teams are starting a rookie at shortstop. That's wild. How many You're times right. does that happen in World Series? That's history? a great question. You're right. That's pretty wild. And Pena's obviously been amazing for the Astros, one of their best uh, players. Stinks. I mean, I I love Jeremy Pena <laughs> because I'm a fantasy team. But I, like, look, he, I just said he's been he good in the playoffs, my friend. Sunk me. He absolutely sunk me <laughs> for the second half of my fantasy season and cost me another freaking championship. So while, yes, Jeremy Pena is part of my future, my fantasy team, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to hold his second half against him for a long did, time. Did he okay. win the ALCS MVP? I can't remember. I'm not sure. This it should have been really, Jazz. It should I didn't jazz. pay attention to it, was, but I feel like it was him regardless. He's had a really good Oh, play. no, it definitely was. It, definitely it was, was him. Was okay, yeah, I yeah, thought it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. Well, I love that. Um, all right. Um, great stuff by you there. And I'm with you, dude. The, the Stott, like, you know, I've been more comfortable with Stott up at the plate than, than you know, most guys I remember in the playoffs, you know, and certainly rookies I remember. I, I just, I, I'm right there with you. I know he's going to give me a good at bat. You know, however that at bat ends up, whether it works out or not, like I'm going to come out of it being like, that guy battled. That guy had a good at bat. It wasn't too big for him. I, I'm right there with you. Um, all right. I think maybe, I think we might just set a record right now, Jack. I, I am insanely confident that this is the longest we have ever gone before the take back. That's got to be right, right? It feels right. I mean, somehow, we our, our show the other night was an hour and 53 minutes. So. It was, but that was on the radio. There was no take I back. I don't think I've yeah. ever gone over an hour before asking for the take back. Do you have anything else well, before got- the take back? We can do more if you want. I, I'm, I'm hanging, buddy. I feel great. But it feels kind of take back time. I, I'm, I'm, it out does of feel- every, I'm out of everything in my notes, and that's usually when I go to take back. Okay. Um, I just brought up the no lefty in the pen thing, which I thought was interesting. Um, how about the fact that Justin Verlander has never won a World Series game? How shocking is that? Wow, really? I knew he had the oh and six, dude. Really? Oh and six. That's insane, Jack. Five point eight nine ERA in World Series. So I saw the ERA floating around. I knew that it was really bad. I that's amazing. Like that is a really shocking statistic, Jack. 
hate to see it. I told you. I, I did this on the radio. I'll do it again. I need Justin here. Where are you going, Justin? To? Game five, right? He'll be here game five. Nola versus Verlander, yeah. game five. Like, uh, I could fast forward to it. I think I would. Um, Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly... Verlander, honestly, I am way more terrified of their bullpen than I am their starters. Me too. That's and, why I said it before. I'm right there with you, dude. Framber is the I'm, only guy I really like. Framber is the only guy I think is like really nasty on that team. And I'm I'm actually more afraid of, of Framber than I am Verlander. I don't know why. Like, I am so not afraid of Verlander. I know that's going to come back and definitely bite me at some <laughs> yeah, point. That was the first, honestly, of all the grandiose statements we made, that was the first one where internally I was like, <laughs> yeah, let me just say, let me say that again. <laughs> Not afraid of Justin I welcome Justin Verlander. Yeah, buddy. That guy is on the Tom Brady way down. Um, yeah. God, I can't wait. I, beating Verlander and me. I don't know why I'm so I I've loved Ver I've actually like really liked Verlander for a while. There would just be it would just mean so much for this team to beat him. Also, like he he the Phillies beat him in game five to clinch the World Series. And then him and Dombrowski meet later in the locker room. Oh, and I he's like about that. Yeah. But 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 here's the here's the 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 cherry on top is that Dombrowski whispers in his ear, two years, 50 million. And Verlander's here next year. And you add Verlander at the top of this rotation with Wheeler, Nola. Look Ranger, at you. So you Danner. want a 40-year-old Justin Verlander? Can we After be honest? we destroy him in the world. Can, series, can yeah. we can we talk real quick about a guy who's, you know, having his best season? I'm obviously an amazing group, but like at the peak of his game at 38 and 39. I don't know. I'm just well, saying. Keyword. Keyword. When you when you what do you I don't know. I'm just saying. Keyword. 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 Was. Okay. I like that. Was. It's good. Was having the best. Let's just hope he didn't get a shipment shipment in for the World Series or anything like that. All right. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually terrified of Framber. Like I'm already Framber's in my head. Dude. In my head, I'm chalking up game two as a loss. Like I can I can I lay out for you how I see this series going? Sure. I mean, it is a preview podcast. I guess that's kind of what we do. Is that what we're doing here? Previewing the World Series? I had no idea. <laughs> Honestly, I really didn't. God. So the Phils win game one. Yep, I agree. Schwarber leads off the first game with a home run. Obviously. I'm going to keep predicting until that. <laughs> um, they lose game two. Wheeler's great. It's not Wheeler. It's just Frambert. He generates 16 whiffs on his curveball um, against the He's Yankees nasty, dude. He's so nasty. Like, Frambert is yeah. easily the guy I'm most scared of in that rotation. It's not oh, terrifying. Yeah. Uh, the Phils win game three. Lance McCullers can't handle Philadelphia. His Obviously. ERA... His ERA on the road is 3-5. His ERA at home is 1-5. So um, that first game at the bank with the Astros in town is going to be insane. On it's Halloween, be, Jack? Yeah. Yes. I think it's going to be a madhouse. I already had to apologize to Jill um, that I won't be here. Um, because oh, yeah. I told Emily, I'm like, I'm going to this game. Like, I, it just is what it is. I'll be there. Well, and it's kind of stinks, too, because I actually really... So uh, inside Jack's sad life... Um, Growing up, I never got to uh, experience Halloween in my neighborhood because, like, oh, I was just—I uh, was just like, um, we had like it, we only had like eight houses in our neighborhood, so I always uh -huh. like went elsewhere um, mm -hmm. with like my friends, like the other neighborhoods. 
But I was always like, ah, I would like to. As I got older, I was like, ah, I think it'd be fun to like, you know, hand out candy and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but no one ever came to my house, so I was like, well, this is a fruitless exercise. <laughs> um, but last year, dude, it was so fun, man. We were just sitting outside, and like, I made sure I got the king size candy bars because I wanted to be this that is house. The most wholesome thing I've ever heard in my life. This is so adorable. I, I want to make sure. Th- I wish I could hug you right now. I want. I wanted to be the house that everyone knew. Like, oh, they got the king size stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, which is always the always a cool house. So, um, so uh, yeah, I'm a little bummed. I'm gonna miss it. I'm. I'm. I'm gotta, I gotta be honest. I guess watching Lance McCullers meltdown on the mound yeah. um, in Game Three to Ranger would be worth it. Phils obviously lose Game Four. Like they're not winning a bullpen game against the Astros. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like. Mm-hmm. The Astros are going to pitch Christian Javier. Who's, gonna... Who had like 25 consecutive quality starts this year. And he's like an afterthought for them. Well, what did Framber have? Framber had what, 40 some? Yeah, Framber's like, you know, insane. Um, like Javier has like a, it's a really good. He'd be like a, a two on a lot of teams. And he's like an afterthought for them. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, again, good pitching staff. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, and then it comes down to game five. They win game five. They go back to Houston, up 3-2. And that's where I'd lose it. That's where my vision just this completely goes out. It's like I could see Wheeler dominating on the road in the game six. But I could see game seven, man. The Phils, again, never played a game seven in their mm-hmm. entire existence as a franchise. So, um, I don't know. I just, I think no matter what, they go back to Houston, up 3-2. I can't say they're going to close it out like 100%. Ah, they're going to win the World Series. I think they are. Um, but of my vision, it runs out after game five. So, 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 so does mine, but it's because the Phillies win the world series at home in game five. That that's <laughs> yeah. where my vision ends. Yeah. They, they, what, what has this playoffs been? You know, obviously the first round they won two, but then it's split where you're going and then close it out at home. That's been a pretty damn good formula for this Phillies team. They're five and zero with the bank, man. Like I, I honestly look. Uh, the Houston's by far the best, and the Braves are great. Like let's not, you know, the Braves are a damn good baseball team, and they freaking handled them. But Houston's better. All right, Houston is the best team they've played this playoffs. They are the best team in baseball. This is a real test. But man, like maybe it's just because I haven't seen it. But I don't see anyone winning here. I don't. I just don't. Like that place is is crazy. It's crazy there. And for the World Series against the freaking cheaters, that place is going to be even crazier if that's possible. If it's possible, it's going to be crazier there, Jack. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, and look, you know, anything can happen. And in the history of this podcast, mostly bad stuff has happened. But man, I just, I just don't see him losing here. I don't. It's, it is tough. It's tough to see it happening, and I'm with you, man. I just, I, I, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to picture. I have more confidence in them splitting on the road in Houston than I, you know, I know I have By more confidence way, in them winning all three at home. Yeah, than, than, than splitting, in splitting in Houston, which I, which well, two real, best pitchers on the mound. Real quick, public service announcement for all of us, because I'm happy you brought up the split in Houston. Let's all agree not to freak out when they split in Houston, okay? I know. No matter oh. how good, because the way win game one, like game two, something horrible is going to happen. We're going to make, oh, we're melting down. Just remember the last two series, please. We all need to remember it because we know something like that's going to happen. And we're all going to be like, oh, well, but Hoskins missed the ball. <laughs> 
my favorite thing my favorite thing will be this is that they win game one they lose game two in houston and i'll get tweets like this team stinks man <laughs> like i try to tell you all year they don't know how to win blah 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 uh-huh. um um but yes i i echo that sentiment also can i just i need to be honest you know because i don't lie and i can't like i can't fake something i'm not good at faking things james i don't know if you can you know that about me or not it's one of the the core tenets of who you are i would say yes you like you have this look on your face it's like a pot like it is so let me tell you that this is not a bit this is actually real like you just know when Jack's not into something. You just know, like you can see it. Like he does not, he doesn't hide it at all. <laughs> I think you're incapable of it. Like I know immediately when you're like, just not into something you're doing or can't like handle something that's going on. Like it's like that. Very quick. Um, <laughs> dude, I just, I don't, care about the Astros cheating thing like I don't like I I like watching the Astros play I don't watch them and be like oh they cheated like dude they're freaking good all their pitchers are disgusting like you know I I like Altuve I know he's part of the cheating like obviously love Chaz I like Kyle Tucker like Jordan Alvarez is is amazing Jerry like like I, I like the Astros. Like, I can't fake the whole, like, ah, bang trash cans. Like, I think it'd be hilarious. Like, I'm not saying don't do it. Because, it, believe me, it'd be awesome. I'm just saying, like, I can't. I don't care about the cheating thing. I really don't. I, I really don't care about the cheating thing. So, I didn't care about the cheating thing until like you know midnight on sunday and now it's the most offensive it's the most offensive thing that's ever (laughs) happened they have the sport i love my favorite sport they have demeaned it they have have taken it for granted jack the beauty of this sport it is it is heresy to the sport we love i can't stand for it i have to stand up and fight this ever since sunday at around midnight I'm I I I can't do this. Okay. Like bleep the cheaters. Don't ruin my sport, you freaking cheaters. Get out of here. That's how they didn't ruin the sport. The sport was fine. Everyone moved on. Cheaters. I hate them. Very, very, very very recently I've decided that I completely hate them. So good. Good. I like that. I like that. I like the 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 quick turn. You realized it. You're like, ah, bunch of cheaters. Cheat, Jack. You shouldn't cheat. All right. Okay. Um, also Don't mention Barry uh, Bonds. He has nothing to do with this conversation. Okay. Yep. 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 Totally. Totally did it on his own. Um, with that being out of the way, I couldn't, I couldn't let it go. <laughs> um, I will say this. I like the fact, so I don't know which I like more James, which is the fact that I like more that a, a, a team that's been undefeated in the postseason has never won the world series or the last two NL East teams that made the World Series and faced the Astros beat the Astros. Yes. I mean, both just bring a big old smile to my face. Both are great, obviously, but I, it's very clear which the better one is. It's the undefeated one because we don't have to mention that the Braves and Nationals won the World yes. Series. That's the clear It's our one. turn. Yeah, agree, agree. And I'm in on it. Yeah, and that really does make it great. Like, honestly, if we, if the three of us could all look at the Mets and be like, hey, losers. But which, which makes you feel more comfortable? Is it the... Is it the no undefeated teams ever won the World Series. Do you want me to be honest with you? Yeah, yeah. 
they're both meaningless. It's 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 <laughs> coincidence. It's nothing. Like I mean, neither one does anything for me. But in well, the context of this discussion, I'd rather not talk about the Braves and the Nationals. So yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, <laughs> also, like, there. You want to talk about uh, a reason why you should feel good about this team heading into uh, Houston? It's like I just don't think they care down there. Like I don't think that they. I are, agree with that. I agree like, with that. Frothing at the mouth to get to Minute Maid and like see the Ash. Like I'm sure they're excited. I'm sure they're going to be there. But, yeah. Like, you could you could literally fly to Houston, get tickets, and it'd be cheaper than going to one game. It says yeah. I saw Seamus Clancy. I saw that chat. That that's unbelievable. Like it's, how it's, crazy it's, is that? Tickets are going for over two thousand bucks in spots at Citizens Bank Park, dude. <laughs> I know. Like, do you like think how insane is that? John Milton's probably like, wow, I should have I went over the facts earlier. This is, I, what was I thinking, it's guys? way better. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, way to better. your point, also, like, I agree with you. I don't think the fans care. And, and I obviously, I, we've talked about, you know, this is actually a real home field advantage in baseball, which very rarely happens here. But on top of that, like, look, I think the players care. Obviously, this is why they play and all that stuff. But, like, there is no way this group of Houston Astros wants to win this World Series as badly as the group of Phillies does. Now, that might not be enough to beat them or whatever, but, like, like this Phillies team is a bunch of guys who've never been there, never done it, who are, like, dying for this. It's their, like the Jeans, the JTs, obviously Harper, who's, like, waiting to cement his place in the history. Like, all these guys, Reese, like, none of these guys have ever had this opportunity before. These Astros guys are like, ah. Eh, you know, another World Series, no we'll big be deal here next year. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll no be big deal again. to us, you know. So, and I do think that can work both ways. Obviously, I think you know the comfort and you know experience on it, but I, I'm much more in the hunger side of things, being a more influencing motivational factor than the you know the uh, experience side of it. Well, and that's why I, I I have a really good feeling about the Phils going down there and, and punching him in the mouth in Game One. You know, just going down there, setting the tone like. Listen, I know our record's 87 and whatever, um, but we're way better than that. Uh, Jack, <laughs> our record is 9-2. and two. That's the only record that matters, okay? Yeah, take that. <laughs> take that. What's the Braves? What's the uh, what's the Mets record? 1-2? and 1-2, yeah. yeah, buddy. 1-2. and two. Bunch of losers. Um, By the way, uh, Braves' record is 1-3. Uh, and three. Just saying. Mm, hate to see it. Um... Yeah, I mean, the only guy in the Astros bullpen that I'm not totally afraid of is Ryan Presley. That's my my last point. Ryan Presley. That you're not play. afraid of? Oh, I he doesn't. Really? He does, he does, he, no. He's not. The Phils okay. will get to Ryan Presley. Okay. I feel pretty I confident that. about that. I, like I love, that. by the way, he's I love been, these he's teams. He's been very good in the World Series. Where it's Ryan Presley. Uh, playoffs. Um, yeah, playoffs, period. Yeah, it's just my favorite thing. The, the, the thing I never understand about baseball bullpen management sometimes is like, some of these teams will objectively not put their nastiest pitcher as their closer for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was the case with Helsley for a while. It's like, yeah, we have him, but also here's Giovanni Gallegos. He's going to yeah. be our closer. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about Presley. I don't think he's their best bullpen option. I think of, of their bullpen guys, I think Presley's the one that you can get to. So official Love statement from, from me and not you, because I don't think you endorse this. No. One, not afraid of Justin Verlander. Good. Love and, it. and number two, Ryan Presley doesn't move me. So good. Those will not be remembered and old takes exposed at all. Um, oh, uh, final thing. Wait until after you win the World Series, Kyle Schwarber, to go on the mechanical bull at Xfinity. Like, let's not throw out our back. 
for no reason. Oh, good point. I didn't realize what you were doing at first. I was like, it's, it's, they've been celebrating this whole time. Like, it's part of the, here we go, ethos of the team. Um, but now I get it. Yeah, great point, dude. What are you doing, Kyle? I yeah. did not think about that. My I know bad. it's going to I know hey, it's on old, a slow older, older, younger brother, Kyle. Could you not do that, please? We got a World Series to win. Don't need you throwing it at your back, especially yeah. when you apparently just you got, got a healthy knee injury. Yeah. That's a great point. Like, <laughs> I know. It's very exciting. You go I can't believe I didn't think of that. It's a great point. We don't need you on the ball. Okay. Yeah. But when you yeah. win the World Series, go on the ball. Love Before, it. Before, calm down. Um, that's all I got, buddy. An hour and 22 minutes, which is shockingly long for us. Like way long. I mean, that, that last one my, it was funny. My buddy tags me. My buddy Matt texts me. He's like, "Wow, an hour fifty three? I was like, "Yeah, we were on WIP. Like that's why. Like we're an hour twenty two on an actual pod is pretty epic for us. It's great with no breaks. And and yeah, CJ no, that's a good point. CJ McCollum is. I love that you looking at your gambling while we're doing this. It's great. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even think to text Emily where I was like, "Oh, it'll be like forty five minutes an hour." I didn't text her being like, "Hey, we're going long." Oh, and gambling, I get it. And Norman Powell's over four from three. So things are going well early. Things are going well early. Jack, if you have to take some gambling losses to get the Phillies wins, it's okay. Well, I would counter that and say no one has taken more gambling losses than (laughs) I have (laughs) to to ensure to ensure Phillies W's than than me. Dude, I've been on fire betting on the Phillies, by the way. I dude, I can't I can't miss on the Phillies. It's unbelievable. I even told I, well, you, I even forgot. I bet I bet three dollars because I'm a loser. I know Jack always makes fun of me. I bet three dollars at the beginning of the season. I won fifty-four bucks for them winning the national league. That I even I didn't remember I bet it. It was just like, oh wow, look at that. I won fifty-four bucks oh, because they won the national league. That sounds like a drunk that sounds like a drunk bet. I'm not gonna Probably. like say you're drunk, Probably. but it sounds like a drunk bet. Um oh and final statement on that. Like I would just like everyone to know. I'm not like I'm not gambling like hundreds of dollars on the Phillies live, you know, it's like Ten dollars a piece, and then, and and honestly, the only reason I felt comfortable doing it is because I already won money on the Phillies that day. So, um, I like you having to clarify this. this is good. Are you getting people being like, you know, well, people you are like, right? you have a, you have a child coming. It's like, listen, <laughs> if if I can't survive with losing ten dollars here and there, I don't think I think I got bigger problems. It's a good point. Uh, so yeah, I, it's it's yeah, whatever it takes, man. Whatever it takes, and keep betting the fills over three and a half runs, and keep setting it that low, Vegas, and we'll keep taking uh, taking advantage of it. Um, oh man, I'm really excited, Jack. I'm really excited. Dude, and we, again, went for, we, we went for an hour and twenty four minutes without a commercial. Of course, we're excited. Yeah, and I I didn't complain once. What a miracle that is. Um, real quick, um, before we get out of here, and we'll do final thoughts in a sec. Um, unlike our gatekeeper friend here. I want to say thank you to everyone who's jumped on board along the way. Obviously, like our our High Hopes crew, our people, we've developed this community and they're our, our favorite people in the world. And maybe if you work hard and be a part of this pod for a while, you can be as as loved as they are. No, I'm kidding. We love everyone. Um, but, um, wow. you know, I'm obviously joking. Um, but, you know, Jack and I um, have talked the whole time about and, and we talked about at the beginning, too. But like, you know, we love the Phillies and, and the whole thing that we love about this podcast is basically bringing together people who love the Phillies and, and kind of creating a community for it. So, um, you know, uh, it's just, it's fun to see more people loving the Phillies is what I'm trying to say, Jack. Yes. I feel that way. hundred <laughs> percent. Say that with some conviction, buddy. 
Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, friends. We are happy to have you. Don't say hello, friends, because that's Jim Nance thing. And hello, friends. In his time of resignment. I can't believe Um, it. Honestly, that's the craziest thing that's happened this whole run. The the Jim Nance thing is the craziest thing that's happened this whole run. And if you're a new listener, I'm sorry you don't get it, but a lot of people do. It's the craziest thing that's happened this whole run. Yes. And official statement from me is yes. I'm obviously very, very happy that people are, but it's like, it's like, well, baseball's always great. But at the same time, I understand it's been a long, it's been a long time. I get it. And I'm very, very excited. I'm, it was nice seeing everyone hug and every story I see about like what this means to you as a Phillies fan, I well up inside. So mm-hmm. yes, uh, baseball means a lot in the city. It's always meant a lot. Um, I'm sorry the baseball team didn't abide by that for 10 years, but there <laughs> 11 years podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, but I gotta be honest, pal. I can't like this run is really special and we've said that a thousand times and I, I think they're going to have better rosters in the next couple of years. I really do. Like, I think they're gonna make the playoffs in, for a good stretch here. I don't think this is, they're going to take a big step back. But I think what we have right now is something that just doesn't happen. And I don't know if they'll be as special as what this is, because what this is, is an all time Philly moment that we'll never forget. Might not make up for 1964. It might not make (laughs) up for, for, for Davey Lopes. It it might not make up for um, Joe Carter. It might not make up for, for Howard tearing his Achilles. Like it might not make up for it, but for a fan base that has had to wait from 1915 to 1950 to losing in 64 to winning in 1980, our first one, even though we've been around since 1883, which is a sick joke. Um, almost a hundred. It took him almost a hundred years to win a World Series, man. It's, I mean, I guess World Series started in 1903, so it took him, you know, 77 years to win their first. It's unbelievable. To 13 years later, going to the World Series again out of nowhere, but really that run just dying. You know, and, and having to sit through 14 years before making the playoffs again, winning it in 08 again, our second in, in, uh, in, since 1883. Um, this is special. And it's, it's, it's something that we as Phillies fans don't get to experience um, very often. So welcome aboard, everyone. The Phillies are the greatest. Um, the high community is the greatest. And, um, you know, just because they might be better in years future and there's going to be more and more people on board, like this run is something that means a lot to a lot of people. And, and it's been, it's been special and um, can't wait to react with everyone. Can't wait to uh, live and die with this team. And damn man, Friday game one of the freaking world series, the world series, man, the world series, the Phils. can't believe we're here with Jack Fritz in the house. And um, yeah, I, I, you said it perfectly, you know, this, uh, and I do think that no matter what happens the next few years, you know, nothing will ever quite be like this moment because of the wait, because of how long it's been since we felt this. And because of how magical it's been, like we said before, I mean, you know, more moments in this one than you could have in, in multiple playoff runs. It feels like, um, yeah, it's been unbelievably special. And to be able to do it with the IOPS community has been the most special part for me and Jack. So um, it, it's really, it's really means a lot. And um, it's the best. Like Jack said, I mean, I was just going to do my final thought. I'll just say, you said it. My final thought is I'll say it again. I'll say it a million times. The Phillies are going to the World Series, Jack. The Phillies are playing in the World Series. The World Series, man. 
World Series. We're talking about the World Series on the High Hopes podcast, Jack. Like, seriously. Not a lot. We love you guys. Go, Phils. We'll talk to you after game one. He's Fritz and Seltzer.